The Detroit Tigers lose a spring training game to the Phillies, and slowly but surely, the opening day roster is starting to be formed. Today on Locked on Tigers. You are Locked on Tigers, your daily Detroit Tigers podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? We are back here for another edition of Locked on Tigers. I'm, of course, your host, Scott Bentley. Today is Wednesday, March 23rd, 2022. Thanks for making Locked on Tigers your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube. We already have 100 subscribers on YouTube. We haven't even been on YouTube for a week. We're on like we're on like four or five episodes on YouTube. We're already up to 100 subs. Beautiful. You guys rock. Keep uh, keep going over there. It'll be really fun once the regular season starts, man. A lot of cool stuff that we can only do uh, via YouTube as a platform. But it'll stay on audio always, so so no worries if that's just how you listen and, and that's the end of it. But uh, there is going to be a lot of cool stuff on YouTube, so be sure to jump over there and uh, and subscribe to the page today. We are discussing the spring training game that happened. Tigers lose to the Phillies. That's the word. Uh, Not a very exciting game, to be completely honest with you. Uh, Not not too terribly much to discuss, but we will go over it and kind of the standouts and the the highlights and lowlights, if you will. Uh, And then we're also going to go over the... Spring training roster is slowly getting trimmed. We're slowly starting to shave off some of the fat, and it's very, very slowly starting to look like what the roster is going to look like on opening day. So we'll update you on who's getting uh, – I keep saying cut in all these, and that's like not the right – because they're obviously not getting cut. They're still within the organization. Um, who is getting reassigned to uh, to minor league camp or just straight to a team already – because there's already been a few of those as well. Uh, also, some rule changes across all of baseball that we'll cover at the end and talk about how they affect the Tigers as well. But to kick it off, we're going to get to this spring training game. Uh, not a not a great performance. Not a great outing by the Cats. Um, this is now two games in a row where the Detroit Tigers offense has been pretty absent. Uh, this game was at least... A little bit in in the hit column. I think last game we we had two hits. I'm pretty sure. So I, I mean, at least we were we were a little bit better than that. But I mean, goodness, man, it was it, it was two runs, and one of them was a solo shot by by Dustin Garneau late, and I think the other one was a Scopey homer actually. So both of them were just solo shots. No runs were being produced. I guess is what I'm trying to say. It was a pretty it was a it was a pretty ugly game uh, when it when it comes to the offense, and then on top of that, the pitching wasn't really much better. Drew Hutchinson did pitch in this game. I don't think anyone's expecting too terribly much out of Drew Hutchinson, and he did not perform super well. Uh, so, for whatever that's worth, Drew Hutchinson struggled a little bit. Jason Foley appeared in this game. I still think his stuff looks good. He is still on the club uh, after some of these 
uh, reassignments have started happening. He's still here, and I, I truly believe that he's in the running for uh, for one of the last bullpen spots, especially considering we'll talk about this at the end, how the major league rosters it looks like are going to be 28 to start off the year to kind of compensate for uh, for a rush spring training. So I I, I kind of like the odds of, of Jason Foley making some noise in spring and potentially making the team out of camp. Will Vest appeared again. Uh, fastball still looked good. His stuff looks pretty solid today. I mean, he had a much better day at the office today than he did last time, but he's still got some command issues he's got to work out. And then Joey Wentz. I'm a big Joey Wentz fan, man. A, a big Joey Wentz fan. Ever since we traded for him, I've been a big Joey Wentz fan. And uh, it's really cool, just like Fiedo, it's just really cool to see him back out there and, and pitching in a Tigers uniform is just such a such a cool moment because for a while it it you know was kind of shaky on if that would ever happen. So super glad just to see him out there. He was okay, had some command issues as well. Specifically, uh, he's a lefty, and on the left side of the plate was where his command issues were. When he wanted to go inside to righties, or outside to lefties, he was hitting his spots pretty well. So when he's coming across his shoulder, his command seemed to be doing okay right on his follow-through. But when he's when he was aiming for the left side, well, I guess if you're standing behind home plate, the right side of the plate, but for, if you're staring from pitchers on the left side of the plate, when he was going arm side, man, it was, I mean, it was, it was all over the place. There was a lot of command issues on uh, when, when he was going to that side. So, just some minor stuff he's got to tweak, and and we've known this. He's not a polished major league ready product, especially not after missing, you know, last year being his first year back after missing so long. What a year and a half, almost two years. So, just really pumped to see him out there. The velocity was pretty solid, about you know what what we thought it would be, mid low nineties, closer to low nineties. It, it it was a good outing. I, I was just really pumped to see Wentz out there. To be all, to be completely honest with you. And then, uh, yeah, let's just – we'll end with the pitching with, uh, with Tyler Alexander. Tyler Alexander did start this game, and we did sign Michael Pineda last week. Um, it sounds like the, the rumor on the street is that Tyler Alexander is probably going to start the season as the fifth starter. Because he's already in that position. He's already been in camp. He's already starting to get stretched out. He can get to starter ready quicker than I guess they believe Michael Pineda can at this point. Uh, Pineda is, had some trouble where he couldn't come join the team immediately. Uh, and then on top of that, just hasn't been in a camp, obviously, like all these other guys have ever since the lockout ended because he hasn't been on a team. Um, so it sounds like to start off the year, at least, I don't know how many times through the rotation, that's going to be a thing. I, I don't know the, all the details of it. I don't think anyone does. I'm not even sure management does at this point, but it does sound like Tyler Alexander is going to start off the season as the fifth starter. What does that mean? Not a whole lot. It kind of means that this is exactly why you went out and signed a fifth starter. This is, this is why. Because if there's a problem with a visa and he can't get here right away, or there, you know, he, he has an injury in the middle of the season, or there's some reason why one of your five guys that are actually your five guys can't go, you have Tyler Alexander who can fill that plug. 
This is literally why we, I, I, everybody wanted a fifth starter and we didn't just want to run into the season with Tyler Alexander as the fifth starter. This is why. So glad we did it. Good job. And and it's it's not a not a huge deal. He'll he'll get his his you know four and two thirds or, or five innings of of one or two run ball keep us in games and we'll uh, hope, hopefully we can win most of them. But to start off the season, as far as I mean, like I, I have no reservations against what this means towards Michael Pineda, just the situation he's in. Like I said, not really much he could do about it. He wasn't on a team for most of it. Uh, and the visa issue is also not really his, like on him. So, uh, when, when he's ready and, and management thinks he's stretched out enough to be able to, uh, to be an everyday starter, then that's when they'll move Tyler Alexander back to the bullpen. I, I would imagine that it would be, it would be like mid April, late April. I, I don't think they're going to go much more than a month into the season without, making that switch. You went out and you got Pineda for a reason at the end of the day. You're not just going to, you know, sit on your hands and watch him from the bench. So I I, I don't think it's going to be like a one time through the rotation thing. I think it's probably going to be a few, uh, but I don't expect it to be, you know, like a first half of the season thing either. I think it's, we're probably looking at late April, early May, Michael Pineda will be in there and Tyler Alexander will be back to the pen. But in this game, he, he looked like Tyler Alexander, man. It like gave up a little bit of hard contact, had some command issues at some points, but at some points stepped up when he needed to, got some swings and misses, kept the score down relatively easily. Sure, man. It was a very Tyler Alexander-esque start. It was very on brand. And that's that's this is why we got him. So I'm I'm all about it. Good good on you. Tyler Alexander, and uh, like I said, it looks like he's going to be the fifth starter on opening day. All right, we'll get into the offensive side of things a little bit more than some of the changes around baseball and with this roster. But first, I got to tell you all about Built Bar. We're heading into almost April now. A lot of people have given up on their New Year's resolutions, but not this year. If especially if it's about eating right, and that's thanks to Built Bar. It almost feels like it's not really a resolution because everybody actually enjoys eating them. If you haven't tried the Puffs, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best-tasting bars. Puffs are the first-ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite, some incredible flavors. Yummy cinnamony churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie, they're all so good. I promise these are going to be your new favorite. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate, puffs included. That's 100% real chocolate. Low calorie, high protein. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. A candy bar usually has about 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. Mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new for this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. It's phenomenal, by the way. They're all delicious, and new flavors are coming out all the time. If they think a flavor might be good, they'll make it. It will be delicious, and it will be good for you. At Built Bar, they are all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first and then figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they pull it off every single time. So go to Built.com right now. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off. Of your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. 
All right, everybody, we are back here for segment two at Locked on Tigers. Thanks for making Locked on Tigers your first listen every day. Locked on MLB Prospects, hosted by Lindsey Crosby. Uh, he's a prospect encyclopedia, y'all. He's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Be sure to check that out. He's on YouTube, as are we. We are also on YouTube, so go check us out. Um, let's get into the little bit of offense that existed in this game. Not a whole lot. I'm going to be honest with you, but we got to talk about it. Nonetheless, uh, Riley green kind of struggled this game and, and we're not, again, we're not going to take one spring training game. We're not going to take three spring training at bats, only three of them and spring. We're not going to be those people that that take three spring ABs and and say, oh my goodness, this is why he's going to do this during the entire season. No, we're not going to be those people. Uh, his swing was a little, man. I don't like. I don't even think slow was the right word. But he he he, he was just behind a few fastballs today. Uh, had two strikeouts. One of them with the bases loaded. Swung his helmet off like three separate times. Uh, just a, a little bit behind. Uh, a lot of the heat today especially, but but really all around. Uh, again, we're not going to look too much into this. Just an observation. It did happen. That's objective. But we're not going to say, oh, he was late on a couple of fastballs in spring, so he's not ready to be in the majors or any nonsense like that. So we're just going to move on. But that is something that did happen. Uh, so maybe something to keep an eye on for going forward, I guess. Uh, Tucker Barnhart looks great again behind the plate. Javi Baez looks um, – he, he's not – It's just, he's just fascinating to watch at the plate because he is – we all know he doesn't take pitches. He doesn't draw very many walks. But, I mean, I'll be darned, man. He doesn't miss strikes. You know what I mean? Like – it's one thing to to not take walks and to to be a free swinger that swings out a lot of stuff out of the zone or whatever. I and he is going to strike out quite a bit. I'm not going to say he's not going to he's not going to get his fair share of strikeouts, but he I mean he, he doesn't swing and miss at at too many balls in the zone or at least hasn't so far this spring and that's it's it's just fascinating to watch his approach. It really is. Uh it's it's something uh, to the level that he's at, honestly, unlike anything we've maybe had in a Tigers uniform in my lifetime. It's pretty it's pretty fascinating, even already in spring ball. Scopey had the homer. Uh, good to see him finally get started this spring off to a little bit of a slow start. Uh, Isak Preddies we'll talk about in a minute. Robbie Grossman, whatever. Uh, Torkelson had a hit. That was cool. He, he looked okay. Uh, Daz Cameron had another hit. He continues his hot spring. Derek Hill, who the Phillies broadcasters called like Dan Hill or something, or Don Hill. I don't even remember. It was something that wasn't Derek. Okay, this is whatever. We're well, I'm, we're done with this. I'm not just going to read you a box score. The fascinating thing with the remainder of spring training now is going to be it sounds like major league rosters are going to be at 28 on opening day. 26 is 
the major league roster size right now. And it sounds like to kind of compensate for a short spring, et cetera, they're going to give teams 28 at least to start off the year. So that makes this very intriguing. There's probably going to be a pitcher limit to some extent. Like it can be, you know, you, you can have 28 guys and and whatever, 15 of them can be pitchers or 14 of them can be pitchers or whatever. So it, it's going to be interesting to see if that opens up some spots for people that it wouldn't have before. If we're just going to kind of fill that in with, with people that have been there before and been like the literally the 27th or 28th guy before in their lives two years ago, right? Basically, what I'm saying is I'm interested if on if the organization is going to make the 27th man say uh, like Cody Clemens versus like Victor Reyes. You know what I mean? Like I I think that that's a interesting thing to watch going forward. So just a a, a little note there. You know, two sizes bigger than we thought offensively i'm not sure how much of an impact it's gonna have uh i mean personally i think i was already thinking we might have rolled with five outfielders as is uh so not that it's a guarantee or anything but i don't i don't think hinch is afraid to if anything i think it might open up the spot to carry three catchers more comfortably i, I think that it might be super anticlimactic and it might just be Hinch, Hinch gets his his dream of being able to have three catchers on a roster like really easily without having to worry about it or worrying about what it costs or the you know who's who who it is of the expense of. So I think offensively it might just be something easy like that. Bullpen wise is obviously fascinating because there's a whole world of possibilities. Uh, guys like Jason Foley, like I talked about earlier. Guys like Alex Lang. I'm not comfortable enough saying guys like Will Best. But with all this, well, we'll get into that in the third segment. Because we've already had some people move around. Before today, I might have said, you know, like a, like an Alex Fiedo. Maybe you, you use that extra roster spot to call him up. But it doesn't look like he's going to be. Well, it looks like he is going to be guaranteed starting the season in the minor leagues. We will get into all of that, all the latest roster moves and all that kind of stuff after I tell you all about Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens, honestly, they sent all of the hosts like a care package full of stuff. Uh, Athletic Greens, if, if you don't know, it's just uh, like a supplement powder that you just mix with water and take every morning. Uh, first thing you do every morning is is take it. And I had never done that with anything in my life. I'd, I'd never been a, a person that, that had done anything like that. I've never been a big like protein shake person. And that's not what this is, but just the most similar thing I could think of. And you know, I was like, all right, well, if I, if I have to, if this is a new sponsor for the show and they were nice enough to send me some, you know, a care package thing, I might as well give it a shot. And I have taken it every single morning now for almost a month and it's fantastic. And I will absolutely be getting more after, uh, this, you know, that first package they send me runs out. It's, it's, 
It's it's phenomenal. It, it truly, I can feel a difference within my body going throughout the day of of feeling better. And it's it's remarkable. It really is. It's uh, It has 75 different vitamins and minerals that your body needs. Uh, it, it just, it, it's so beneficial. It's so healthy. It's so easy. Like I said, you literally just mix it with water and then there it is. Uh, it, it fits every diet, keto, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals, no artificial anything. And while still tasting good, it's, again, this is something that I had never done. And I called my buddy one day after they had sent me the, uh, the, the free stuff. One of my best friends is like super into, uh, you know, he's like a gym bro. And I was like, hey, man, is this stuff like good? And he freaked out over the phone and was like, that's so crazy that they just like sent you stuff. Yes, absolutely do it. It's incredible for you. So this is now part of my daily life. And it was something that I had never even considered doing prior to a month ago. It's truly is. Uh, it truly is wild. And to make it even easier, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash MLB network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash MLB network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, everybody, we are back for our third and final segment here at Locked on Tigers. So let's get into what do we want to do? So we already talked about the 26 to the 28 man, right? And and the effect that that has. I guess we can talk a little bit about the Otani rule just because that's kind of wild. Um, along with the 26 to 28 man rosters in baseball, they're also they are unfortunately bringing back the runner starting on second base in extra innings. It was originally said that they were not. Well, they said, psych, I lied, and they're bringing it back. So in 20, currently it's only slated to be effect in 2022, but it is back. But then the Otani rule is the pitcher can remain the designated hitter after he's done pitching through the current life of the CBA. So basically what that means is if Otani goes out there and he's going to pitch and DH, after he is pulled from the game as a pitcher, he can still be the DH for the remainder of the game. That's sick. I'm all for it. That's how it should have been in the first place. The DH is technically something you do by choice every day. That is technically not a requirement, even for American League teams in the past and now for both leagues, right? It's technically an option. Everybody can waive their DH if they want. So I think it's only fair that if you choose to utilize it, that player gets to be utilized the entire game. I I think it's sweet. It's awesome for baseball too, just because, I mean, more Shohei Otani at-bats, the better in my eyes. Um, yeah, I'm all about it. Really cool. So that's the Otani rule for, for anybody who didn't really understand what everybody was talking about with the Otani rule. Um, yesterday was also the day that 
all it's weird to have this happening in the middle of spring training because usually it's like a november thing like a pre-free agency thing but because of the lockout here we are um with arbitration that's the word i just totally lost my train of thought arbitration and pre-arbitration players uh the hearings actually are usually around this time uh, but the decision to go to arbitration or not is much, much earlier usually. So we have everybody back, nothing crazy. We voided arbitrate, avoided arbitration on a lot of guys. Basically, I mean, what Arb is right is the player picks an amount of money that he thinks he's worth. The team picks a lower amount of money every single time because they want to pay less. And then, Somebody decides either the player's right or the team's right in most organizations to avoid that trouble and avoid one person being right and being dramatically different than what they want. They usually just agree to a one-year contract that's a number right in the middle of those two and just call it a day. And that's what we did for a majority of our uh, players that were arbitration eligible this year. And everybody that was pre-arb, we got back with no problem because they have to. They literally don't have a choice. So all good. That's literally a formality at this point. They're, they're, they have no other option than to play for the Detroit Tigers in 2022. Uh, so all good on those fronts. Um, I, I think the only other thing that I really wanted to touch on was with the roster, the spring training roster starting to get shaved, just kind of who's still here, who is, you know, maybe you didn't hear or maybe they don't talk about it on the broadcast because the Tigers announcers haven't been on a broadcast broadcast in a while. So just this roster is getting smaller and smaller. And I believe the last update we had was before the game today, yesterday, as you're listening to this, and it was 53 people remaining on the roster. Uh, so earlier this week, it was at, I think 60. So we are starting to get rid of some people. Noteworthy names, Angel DeJesus optioned down to triple a Elvin Rodriguez option to double a Alex Fiedo option to single a that's a, those are all three were dudes that were, uh, I don't think any of them were really threatening to take one of the bullpen spots. But they were obviously all three dudes that that are pitchers and would have been relievers had they made the team. So the relief, the amount of people remaining that are that are waiting to get that reliever job and, and the couple of reliever spots that are open on the major league club gets a little bit smaller. The biggest one obviously being Fiedo. Uh, I think it's probably more precautionary. Precautionary might be too aggressive of a word or too dramatic of a word, but I think it's just they want to stretch him out and, and they want to make sure that he is fully healthy and they don't have to worry, even if he is just going to pitch one or two innings out of the bullpen. They don't want to mess around and and put him in a situation where he's, he's going to get overworked or anything. So I think they're just going to take it nice and slow, slowly stretch him out, give him more and more innings as they feel like he's ready, and then if he's pitching well and they feel like his arm can hold up, that's when he'll get a call up. But I still do fully expect to see Alex Fiedo to some capacity in a Tigers uniform this upcoming season. 
Um, the only other big one, really, I mean, Dylan Dingler, but that was before the weekend. I want to say that was after the game on Friday. So Dingler officially going to start the year in the minors, but everybody knew that was going to happen. The only other big one is really Bo Brisky has been reassigned to minor league camp. So Bo Brisky, uh, not that anybody thought he was going to make the team on opening day or anything, but it is interesting to see him already off of the spring training roster just because he looks so good. And I, I mean, in my eyes, I, I would have liked to have seen him in spring a little bit more, but that might just be like, because those games are on TV and the minor league camp games obviously aren't. So it might just be just <laughs> me, <laughs> me being jealous of the people that actually get to watch him. And I no longer get to watch him uh, until the regular season starts. And then I can watch him again. So not a not a groundbreaking or surprising thing by any stretch, but it is you know I, I ideally in a perfect world I would have liked to see him uh, stay up in the show just a little bit longer so that we could maybe see another outing or two. But what are you going to do at the end of the day? He he's still going to be a guy to keep an eye out for this year. I'm really really excited about the possibilities with him, uh, as I am pretty much everybody. And there you go. That's also a show. Thanks for making Lock on, Locked on Tigers your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked on MLB. Host Paul Francis Sullivan, please call him Sully, brings you his unique perspective on the major leagues, both past and present. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube, just like us. We are on YouTube. If you, if you don't know, if you haven't heard me talk about it like eight times an episode ever since we got on, we are on YouTube. Go check us out. Uh, and that'll do it, baby. I think that's it. We'll catch you all tomorrow. Uh, more roster updates, gameplay, et cetera, all the huge. And one step closer to opening day. We're almost there, baby. We're almost there. Peace and love. Going to therapy's dope. And I'll catch you all tomorrow, baby. Go Tigers. <laughs>